The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and today we are continuing our series of interviews with some of the bigger names in the golfing world right now. They're playing in Arizona. Uh, along the mini tours and we've got them on the line this week is the scottsdale arizona open we're going to be chatting with nicolo galetti who has made his name in these mini tour events over the course of the past couple of weeks and last week's winner of the legacy classic matt picanso hope you enjoy today we've got nicolo galetti welcome how are you i'm good man how are you doing thank you for having me Hey, thanks for thanks for coming on. I mean, this is uh, it's a weird time for for golf and sports. Obviously, how are you hanging in there? Obviously, you're playing uh, you're playing some mini tour events, but just just personally, how's how's everything going? Uh, yeah, everything has been not too bad for me, really. Um, I've been doing all the social distancing and all the rules and stuff, but I still get to see my friends pretty often. I'd say we kind of try to make something happen at least once or twice a week for uh, all of us to get together and stuff. So other than that, really, it's pretty much been the same. Um, I can still go practice and play golf, obviously. And uh, yeah, so for me, it hasn't been too bad. It's okay. Been... Where, where are you uh, hunkered down right now? Uh, I live in Scottsdale. Scottsdale oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Well, that is uh, the Mecca of golf right now is Arizona. So mm-hmm. uh, all good there. So uh, let's, let's talk about this a, a little bit here because um, you know, doing my research, uh, I saw you were on a, an article, uh, on golf digest. My buddy Shane Ryan actually wrote this where he, the tagline that he used was master of the mini tour. Yeah. How, 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 how do you like that tagline, uh, with your name on it in this golf digest story? I mean, I don't, I don't mind it at all. Really. If it's your master of anything, it's pretty good. I'd say, um, yeah, no, I mean, I, the article was awesome. Shane was a great guy. It was awesome to talk to him. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I thought it was a really good article, real well written. And yeah, I don't know. It was just cool to see my name on a on a big article like that. Yeah, Shane, Shane is a, a really good guy. And um, he's not exaggerating here. I mean, you go and look at the results that you've put up uh, on the Outlaw Tour out there in Arizona. I mean, you won the Legacy Shootout a couple of weeks ago. You were piling up, you know, second and third, top five top five finishes. I mean, the game obviously in, uh, in really good shape right now. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing really well lately, which has been nice. Obviously as you, as people read in the article, I've been injured Yeah, the past year. I just got back about maybe two months ago now. So, um, yeah, coming back from my injury and still being able to play well has been, uh, has been really awesome and it's been fun to, uh, fun to get back, back out there again. Yeah. So let's, let's go back to like, 
end of 2019, uh, you mentioned the injuries. Some of them seemed like kind of freak accidents, right? You had like a talk, talk us through the, the injuries and kind of the comeback trail for you, because it looked like it was what fall of last year. Yeah. I, um, I tore my oblique at the end of August, like right before our second half of our, um, our Latin season was supposed to start up again. And I tried to go down there. I was doing, I was doing rehab for at least a, about a month before going back down there. And I thought maybe I might be ready. So I tried to go down there and I played one round and I just, I couldn't, I couldn't swing the ball at all. So I had to withdraw for the first round and then I had to fly all the way back up from Brazil, which kind of was a, was a crappy uh, trip to go all the way down there and just come back the next day. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, so I did that in August and then I, so I took off the whole, pretty much the whole season of the Latin and then in November, I was ready again to uh, try to go to second stage of Q school because luckily I was able to do well enough the first half of the season. I got to go straight to second stage, didn't have to do the Q school. And I have, I always have a little bit of a wrist problem on my left wrist. I have like a, I have some little bit of torn ligaments and uh, a cyst. And so I was kind of just like a week before that, my wrist was bothering me, but I was doing a lot of rehab and it was actually started feeling good again. And then at second stage, I fell and I actually fractured the wrist on a different side of the hand, which kind of just ruined everything there. So to withdraw from that again. And then, um, yeah, so then that was just a disaster. And then I was still injured until about February, which our season was going to start up again yeah. for the next year for Latin. And then I sprayed my foot really badly at a, at John Durham's wedding and was able to, uh, I had to withdraw again from the first event of the season as well. So it's been kind of a disaster. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, sounds like all healthy now, at least the game certainly shows it. I, I mean, mm. were you, so what we've kind of been chatting about is, you know, getting everyone's, certainly the reaction to the news that, you know, all of the tours and basically the sports world in general is, is going on, on a hiatus, but for you kind of working through injuries, did you have a little bit of a, a different outlook on it? Like what was your initial reaction when you kind of found out all the news? Um, for me, I mean, it kind of sucked because I was ready to start playing my season again, like my Latin season. Obviously I want to try to get to the corn fairy as fast as I can, but, um, the fact that they were like postponed and stuff it was actually good for me because I was able to start practicing more and get some more reps in to like tournaments and stuff before actually going back down there for these tournaments that obviously they don't, I mean, they, yeah, they're obviously just the path to the next level. So they're a little bit more important. Um, yeah. So it was really nice for me to, um, yeah, be able to get some more reps in and actually just see how my game is um, comparing to other people right now. Now you, you mentioned, uh, being at John Rahm's wedding, you guys were roommates, I believe at Arizona state. Is that right? Yes. Um, have you mentioned to him or ribbed to him at all that this current run you're on is probably better than that run that he was on at the end of, uh, at the end of last year where he was, you know, I think he won twice and finished second or something like that. Yeah, no, I, I definitely <laughs> wouldn't say that. He probably wanted me if I even mentioned something like that, but, um, no, but no, he's been uh, he's been super cool about it as well. He's obviously he's been telling me good playing and stuff. And no, it's been it's been cool. I haven't, did not mention him that though at all. So <laughs> not really got to mention that too. Fair, fair enough. Now, um, talk to me about how important, uh, at least being able to play these, these mini tour events for you, obviously coming back from injury, wanting to stay in shape, or were you using this as kind of just, Hey, make sure I'm healthy, make sure the game is sharp so that I'm ready to rock and roll when we get back. Like what, what's your mindset when you go and play something like this? Yeah. So playing these, obviously, like I said, 
yeah, that I just came out of injury. I just wanted to see how my my game was, how my game board, my game was at really. Because um, I mean, you can play and practice all the time out here, but you never really know how you're going to actually play under pressure or anything like that. And I just wanted to see how my body was holding up. Um, actually, after last at the GCU event, I was starting to have some more wrist problems again. So I took off. I didn't play this. This was AZ Open this week or Scottsdale Open, so I was yeah. not playing that one. So I gave myself a couple weeks to uh, to rest my wrist and stuff. I'm going to start getting back at it tomorrow or today. And um, then I have another tournament at next week at Scottsdale, TBC Scottsdale for the outlaw event again. That's right. Um, okay, cool. We'll keep an eye out for you there. Uh, how, how are you, how are you measuring success? Um, I always like to ask this, you know, are you, are you a goal setter? Uh, do you have a timeline? Like, Hey, I want to be on corn ferry by this date and then move like, like, how are you determining what's a success out there? Um, yeah, I mean, I would give myself a timeline. Like obviously by now I would have always loved to be on the corn ferry tour by now, but, um, with these, all these injuries and stuff has obviously set my goals a little bit back, a little back in time. So, um, for now, now, I don't know. For, <laughs> set my goals right now. I mean, I'm playing these tournaments for now, just seeing how I do. Um, now that I'm playing well, I can start setting my, setting some real goals for my, uh, for my season when we kick back up. And, um, yeah, hopefully after this year, my main goal is to get onto the corn Ferry season or go corn Ferry tour and maybe try to win once or twice in this Latin season coming up. But, um, no really big main goals yet just because I don't know where my body is really sitting still. So um, I'm kind of just taking it step by step and just seeing how we go. <clears throat> I feel like uh, I hate to say like you young guys, I, I don't know how old like I have to be to start saying you young guys, but like coming out of a program like Arizona state um, how, how well prepared do you think you were for kind of the professional for the professional circuit? Um, I think I was very well prepared. Uh, our coach at the time for me, for my three years was Tim Mickelson, obviously his brother's Phil. So he knows everything about being a pro or how you should act, how you should prepare and everything like that. So he's really, he really uh, taught us well how to prepare tournaments and becoming a pro and traveling by yourself and all that stuff. And then obviously playing with John on my team <clears throat> and then like Max Roloff, obviously he's on the corn ferry as well just playing with these good players, obviously. So you just see that every day. So when you go out there and you see all the good players, you're really like, mm, they're not that good just because you've been surrounded by so many good players in college. So for me, it, it helped a lot. It definitely uh, definitely made me have a big step towards the right direction going there. For sure. Um, for for the <laughs> listeners who who haven't seen you on the, uh, the Outlaw Tour live stream or anything like that, uh, <clears throat> describe your your game for us. You're, you're a left-handed player. Are you a bomber? Do you have some of that Mickelson magic around the greens? What what do we expect out of you when you go out there and play? Uh, I'm not, no, I'm not too big of a bomber. I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm pretty average, I would say, off the tee. Um, but my main, I'd say usually my main, uh, my main asset is probably my wedges and my short game. Okay. Um, yeah, my short game has been pretty good for most of my life, luckily, so it's helped me a lot. And obviously, right now, since I'm playing so well, I'm putting very well right now, which has been which has been very nice. Has been my key to success. So it's always nice to see. I've had some struggles with my putting before. Now my putting is actually coming back to me a little bit. So yeah, now the scores are really <clears throat> starting to produce. When you you kind of alluded to this a little bit earlier, you know, guys that you played with in college and then seeing guys out in, in other events and, and kind of assessing their skill level. 
when you're trying to level up, right? You're trying to level up through this uh, almost like a video game. You're trying to go, you know, Corn Fairy, PGA, whatever it takes, right? <clears throat> what are the differences between the players at each one of these levels, right? Describe to us, is it a big gap? Is it a small gap? Um, I wouldn't say it's too big of a gap. I mean, it depends who, obviously the best players on, I'd say sure. the best players on the Latin tour, were obviously, they're obviously good enough to play in the Corn Fairy tour. Say, or some of them even able to play in the PGA. There's just a little a little bit different. Something is either mental or something about part of the game. There's just a little thing. Golf is such a such a little things with sport like with everything there. Um, I don't think the gap's very big. It's just mm. being able to do something at the right time, like when you need to do it, or just having the mental game to 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 win or to yeah, just to perform well. One thing I always think about for someone like, like you're in the midst of a, obviously a, a really good run right now. The results show it. You, you mentioned it. You said you were, you're rolling putts in. Um, I kind of, it might, it might be putts or it might be all shots in general, but like you, you are leaps and bounds better at golf than a lot of us can even imagine. Uh, how often is the shot that you hit exactly what you were trying to do? Uh, not too often. <laughs> I mean, I mean, obviously it depends what time. Like right now, obviously a lot of my shots are going how I want them to. But I mean, if right. I'm not playing well, then no, not not very many at all. I mean, you kind of it's the main thing right now. I'd say is just managing your misses. So, I mean, if you're not if you don't really have what you don't really have it that day, then you gotta just make sure you try to miss on the right side or something. The easiest way to get a par or like maybe even make a birdie somehow. But um. Now that I'm playing well, I'm hitting a lot of the shots that I want to be seen hitting or I want to see myself hitting. But um, for the most part, not not that many. I kind of just try to manage my way out there and try to shoot the lowest score that I can. So is the biggest difference between uh, you and I on the golf course that when you hit a poor shot, you just pushed it like five yards to the left. And when I hit a poor shot, I've shanked it uh, and never got it off the ground, right? That's what you're yeah. talking about, managing Yeah, this. kind of kind of like that. I mean, I guess you could say. Uh, that's, that's awesome. I'll have to work on that. Um, okay. Uh, so, uh, we, we, before we went live, I was kind of, uh, getting into this. What, what do you like to do for fun? Um, you, you mentioned hanging with friends, uh, video games, I think is in there as well. What yeah. other things? Yeah. Um, well, before the coronavirus stuff, I, I mean, honestly, even my life is pretty much, I either just hang out with my friends or I just play video games a lot. I'm just, I'm a big, big gamer. Um, but yeah, I mean, I hang out with my girlfriend a lot. I have a girlfriend and we just we either just hang out or I just play games when she's at her house or just hang out with friends, hang out by the pool or go go to the movies or something or go out as well. I'm, I like going out a little bit. So, um, yeah, just whatever you really whatever you can do fun with a lot of friends is usually what I try to do. Do you consume uh, a lot of golf on TV? Like, do you, do you, after you're done playing golf and thinking about golf and it's your job, do you come home and like watch the highlights or throw on, you know, CBS on Sunday and, and watch these guys play? Oh yeah, for sure. I love watching the PGA tour and stuff. I, uh, yeah, I watch pretty much every single round as much as I can, every round, every tournament, um, or the highlights or anything. Yeah. But I love watching golf and just trying to learn from those guys and just see, uh, see what I could do different or what I could do better. All right. Well, we've got, uh, we've got tiger Phil coming up now. I've got to put you on the spot here. I know you got some ties to Phil, not only being left-handed, not only uh, going to Arizona state, all that stuff. Uh, tiger versus Phil, who's going to win this? Um, I'm not sure. I don't know who's going to win. I mean, Phil's my, my favorite player, so okay. I wouldn't mind if Phil won, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's hard to tell. You're, you're rooting for Phil. Then. I'm rooting for Phil. Yeah. That's what I can say. I don't know who will win, but yeah, I'm rooting for Phil. 
Okay, awesome. Um, looking forward, you mentioned uh, not playing this week at Scottsdale Arizona Open. You're going to tee it up. Is it next week at TPC Scottsdale? TPC Scottsdale yep, on the okay. 18th of May. So next next Monday. Okay, and then what is kind of the rest of this <clears throat> hiatus look like? I mean, what, like what what is the next handful of weeks or months look like for you? yeah well until we haven't gotten our revised schedule yet for a land tour so i'm going to just keep playing these uh latin these outlaw tour events until we uh until we find out what time we're going to go back down there so um yeah as of now i have that one in scottsdale and then i have another one coming up at lone tree in a few weeks as well so i'm just going to keep playing these and keep trying to uh, get my game better and ready for my season once it starts back up again okay Nicolo Galetti, the master of the mini tour. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. We're yeah. wishing you the best of luck uh, yeah, here from here on out. Yep. Thank you for having me, guys. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, let's welcome in Matt Pecan. So, Matt, uh, very much appreciate your time today. How's it going? Not too shabby. Just uh, another day in paradise. Yeah, so uh, where is Paradise right now? I assume it's Scottsdale at the exact moment, getting ready for the uh, for the Arizona Open. Is that right? Correct. Yep, I'm in Scottsdale right now. Uh, originally, where's your where's like your home base at? Home base right now is in San Diego. Um, I've been there since 2009. Prior to that, I was I grew up in Bakersfield, and uh, I was in Bakersfield up until that point. Okay. Yeah. We're, uh, kind of neighbors. I'm in South Orange County, so I'm, I'm, I'm out here with you. Um, now are, are you making the, uh, are you making the trek like to Arizona to play these events every week? Or are you staying there? What's your, what's your travel schedule looking like? Yeah. So when the, the shutdown kind of first happened, um, I was kind of, you know, on the wrong end of that stick cause San Diego was pretty locked down. Yeah. So I was practicing, when I could, but it got to a point where it was just, I couldn't practice. So I actually went to Bakersfield to my parents' house and I hung out there for a couple of weeks through Easter and a couple of weeks after that, because the country club that their members at was letting them play as long as you were a member or a family member. So at least I got to go out there and none of the facilities were open, driving range, gym, putty green, everything closed, but at least I could go out on the course and kind of do some work. So I was up there doing that. And then, um, you know, I, I was in contact with Michael Leary trying to figure out if they were going to have some tournaments or some events. And then I, I saw that the outlaw tour was kind of collaborating with him and they were already having some events. And so I'd, I, I'd signed up for this, for the Scottsdale open 
you know, back in January. So when I saw this last week's event, the week before, I was like, oh, okay, perfect. I'll go out there and, you know, kind of get a tune-up, at least get some, some reps under my belt before this one. So I came out last uh, Saturday, and I've been out here ever since, and then I'll, I'll head back to San Diego on Thursday after this event. Well, a, uh, a tune-up is a really nice way to put it because you end up going out and winning <laughs> last week, my friend. <laughs> I, think, I think the game's yeah, in pretty sure good did. shape, huh? Yep. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't too shabby. It, it, it's kind of a uh, – sometimes, you know, when you have that attitude where you're not really – you don't really have any expectations. You're just like, oh, I'm just happy to be out here. I'm going to go bang it around and see if I can make some putts. And that's pretty much what happened. Well, I've got to get your uh... – your thoughts on this. You probably, you probably saw this, but one of the, you went to a playoff with it, with an amateur. And uh, one of the big things that was kind of floating around golf Twitter was, Oh, uh, it must be nice to be in a playoff where you get first place money, no matter what, what do you, what do you think, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was definitely a cool aspect of it. When I got on the first tee in that playoff, uh, I think Jesse or one of them said that. And I went, Oh man. Uh, I went, yeah, this is going to be the most stress-free playoff I've ever been in. But in the back of my mind, I still didn't want to. I, I wanted the win because the last two playoffs I've been in were uh, costly. I, I was in one last year at the Reno Open where the winner got an exemption into the Barracuda. And I lost that playoff to Alistair Doherty. And then earlier this year, the first event I played in in the year was at Wigwam out here. And I was in a playoff with Andrew Yoon and Matthew Walker after I doubled the last hole to give up my lead and go to the playoff and lost. So this one was like, I just need to go get this one done with. Yeah, you, you got to get over the got to get over the hump, and uh, glad you were able to to pull that off. Now, your 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 story, Matt, is is not necessarily the same story as we get from a lot of the other guys who are who are your peers for the for the last couple of weeks on on uh, on the Outlaw Tour and the Golden State Tour. You are hey, I'm older too. You're a little older than all of them, right? Your path to getting to this point is much different. Can you can you walk me through how you got to to where we are right now? Yeah, no problem. So I, I grew up playing baseball, and that was always my first love. And I played it, you know, through Little League, club ball, up until high school. And in high school, I, I kind of made that decision that I didn't want to play baseball anymore. And I had played golf, you know, randomly here or there with my dad and my little brother. But it was never something I, I could have imagined that I would do. But then right after high school, I was going to the junior college um, and I went out to a driving range with some buddies and I started smashing it again. And they were, you know, very surprised at how good I could hit it for not really ever playing. And, and then it just kind of took off from there. And I, I got hooked really fast. Obviously, you know, I, just, I don't think there's any game like golf. I, I like all sports, but I, I just think golf is just such a unique game that I just, I got addicted. And I mean, I, I took some time off in my, after that, in my 20s, just, you know, being a kid, trying to figure my life out, working jobs. And and, uh, and then my later 20s, I made a decision that I wanted to do it. And I moved down to San Diego and went to the Golf Academy, which I had no idea what I was in for. I mean, it was an academy for guys that want to work in the business, not for guys that want to play. So I figured that out pretty quickly. But at least it got me into the, it got me back into, you know, that mindset of, of practicing and playing and and then I, I took a job at, at a golf course in San Diego just part-time so I could practice and play and in 2013 I just said screw it I'm going to try this full-time and see what happens and it's just been a hell of a ride ever since. 
Yeah, I love it. And and you mentioned you you were registered for the event this week back in back in January, which again is kind of different from some of the stories we've we've heard over the past couple of weeks, where other guys have kind of used this tour as a, a place to just you know come 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 get sharp. Uh, it's the only game in town. You were planning on being here. Is it is it a little bit a little bit different? kind of getting an influx of guys from, hey, some of these guys have PGA experience. Some of these guys have corn fairy status. Your, your peers for the last couple of weeks have changed. Is that is that weird? No, not for me. I, I mean, I've played with everybody. So it, it's just, I, I think if anything, I welcome it more. Like, I think it's awesome. I think, you know, that golf, at, at, even at the developmental tour level right now, that there's – some really good talent out there. And I think there's a giant bottleneck right now, as far as, you know, there's so many guys that are so good that are stuck right in that, you know, right at the mouth of the Canyon that just can't get through the Canyon because it's such a hard process. Now they've made it. So, you know, it's, it's a, it's a very strenuous process to get to the PGA tour. And I think there's a lot of guys stuck right in that bottleneck and, um, I'm I'm glad you brought up the talent thing, Matt, because uh, quite frankly, that's that's what we've always said, I and mean, we've said that a lot. We've said that a lot about the Corn Ferry Tour and the guys who are and how razor how razor thin the margins are on the PGA Tour, and then us obviously getting much more exposed to Outlaw Tour, Golden State Tour over the past six, seven, eight weeks. We're seeing the same thing here. I'm like, oh my god, all these guys have impressive resumes they've been winners at all levels some of them are all americans like it's just unbelievable the level of talent that we have all over the world of golf right now yeah it's pretty awesome now you came out especially i mean the can like even i mean the first year i got out on canada was uh, 2016 and i mean i i I had played kind of well you know in, in different developmental tour levels but that first year I got on the Kinsey tour was just, I mean, it was awesome. They run that tour so well. And I mean, same thing with Latin America where, and there is, I mean, I've caddied on the corn pit. I caddied for Mark Hubbard when he was on the web. Mm. So I've seen what those tournaments look like and what the talent looks like. And I, I, it's hard to tell the difference between McKenzie tour and that tour, to be honest with you. Yeah. That's, that's kind of a similar thing we, we keep hearing. And I absolutely believe it because we're, we're seeing it week in and week out um turning our attention to this week scottsdale arizona open we've got a couple of pga tour players in the field and the entire golfing world kind of singularly focused on this event matt uh opening up a lot of things like fantasy golf and uh being able to wager on you guys are you how aware are you that you guys are basically the center of the golfing universe this week yeah, I, I didn't really have any idea what that looked like until last week. I mean, obviously, I, I, I wasn't, I didn't play those first couple events when they were doing that or when they had started it. And uh, it wasn't until last week where, I mean, I had some buddies, you know, people that I know, just more on a personal level, not even in a golf relationship that would, were texting me and going, hey, man, I'm going to bet, I can bet on you on DraftKings. <laughs> I went, what? <laughs> And then I kind of, you know, I looked into it a little bit. And I went, man, like, where are they even finding stuff on most of us? Most of us guys, like, I mean, you're gonna have to dig in some archives to find some kind of statistics or, or, uh, you know, scoring averages and stuff like that for a lot of these guys. But I think it's really cool. I mean, at least it's giving people something right now. I mean, like you said, I think we're the only live, you know, besides the MMA the other night. I don't really know what else there is for people to 
to kind of watch and enjoy right now. Yeah, you guys are you guys are the big the, the big game, um, which we're we're excited about. And and what I think is also uh, equally as exciting is Outlaw Tour, Golden State Tour. They've really leaned into this, right? And they've done a they've done a really good job of trying to get you know us who are trying to watch it, uh, whether it's on a live stream or whether it's updating your scores. Now, am I am I corrected this, Matt? That you guys are putting in your own scores after each hold? Did I hear that correctly? Yeah, I think I didn't do it last week. I think one of the other guys in my group did, but I'm oh. pretty sure that, yes, I, I can't confirm that for sure, but I I wasn't the one doing it, but I do think that you are correct with that. Got it. Now, um, are you aware of what your, uh, what your odds to win this week are? No. <laughs> do you want, do you want to know? I, I heard something. I mean, I, I heard something. <laughs> I had somebody text me or something and like, like 12 to one or 13 to one or something like that. Yeah. I'm currently seeing you at 14 to one. You have the four. Oh, there we go. We're getting a little better, getting a little better. You have the fourth best <laughs> odds in the field behind only listen to these guys. The only guys you're behind Joel Damon, Kevin Streamland, Alex Chaka. That's pretty good company. My friend. That's very good company. Absolutely. That's awesome. Um, okay. Yeah. So, so Matt, you're, uh, you're taking in the Scottsdale, Arizona open this week, uh, coming off the win last week. What is, what are the next few weeks, the next few months look like for you? It's kind of hard right now in trying to figure out a schedule just because I'm, I'm kind of, I'm waiting to figure out what McKinsey tour is going to do. I actually just got an email today from, um, Derek Miller, the, the manager, of that tour and it looks like we're waiting to figure out what's going on with the border pretty much at this point um whether when they decide to open the border for non-essential travel and it's kind of hard because i'm kind of you know that that was my focus at the start of the year was you know let's go up there and and um and just get it done and not have to go back to Q school. Cause I, I just, I've just been a second stage slave. I feel like the last <laughs> few years, I'm like, I, let's just get right past that and let's just go and get it done. And, um, so now, yeah, I don't, it's kind of hard. I mean, I, I think Dakota's tours could be really good this, this summer. I think, cause it's just going to be a lot of guys that, you know, obviously I don't know what's going on in Latin America. China's already done. Um, I think a lot of kids, the hard part I think is going to be a lot of the kids coming out of college that were thinking about turning pro where it's like, there's no Q school for corn Ferry. Yeah. And I don't know how the exemptions are going to work on that tour and the PGA tour, as far as the, you know, the top 10, top 20 kids coming out of colleges in the country right now, because typically, typically they're getting, you know, what, six to seven PGA starts, starts right away to try and get their card. Yep. But I don't know how that's going to work now. So the, the whole dynamic has basically changed. So my schedule is going to be based upon, you know, where, where's the bigger fields? Where's the, you know, where's the, uh, where's the bigger tournaments? And I think it could be Dakotas. Obviously there's some big state opens. Some of them have actually been already canceled, which sucks, but it's pretty much going to be, I, it could be all over. I could be bouncing around. It could be in the Midwest then back <laughs> here, then back to the Midwest then back here. Yeah. You'll be, you, you could be racking up the miles. Um, well, what I do know mm -hmm is that you're going to be in Arizona this week. And for, as I mentioned, a lot of people are going to be tuning in potentially for the first time and give, give me a scouting report of your game. If we're, if we're checking out the live stream, what can we expect? Are you, are you firing darts? Are you rolling every putt in? What's, what's your game look like? I'm very aggressive. So I, uh, I like to hit driver. 
probably more than most guys do, especially on this course. I think there's a lot of holes on this course where guys aren't hitting driver, and I am. Um, I did the same thing last week. I, I typically that's usually my my go to anyway. Is I feel like that's my strength is driving the golf ball, and I'm gonna you know live by that sword and die by that sword. I love it. Matt Picanso, winner of the Legacy Classic last week, heading into Scottsdale, Arizona Open this week. Matt, uh, really appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much, and best of luck starting tomorrow. Thank you. Yep. Looking forward to it. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.